Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge, and today I have a special guest, David Richter, and David is the author of Profit First for Real Estate Investors, and I am very excited to have David on the show today to learn more about this book and really to learn more about David as the real estate investor as well. So David, welcome to the show, my man. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, David. It's an honor to be here. Well, we're, we're, we're honored to have you on the show. We're really grateful to have your time. And um, just to give, you a, give the audience a little bit of information, David is an active real estate investor. He's been essential in closing over 850 deals over the last seven years. So David, you've been in the game about as long as I have full time, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. We're, we're neck and neck, my friend. Uh, this is including wholesale uh, turnkey Burr, which I love. So happy to have another Burr guy here. Yep. Owner finance, rentals, lease options, um, and other exit strategies that you can think of, man. Same. Love it. And while growing and building a real estate business from five deals a month to over 25 deals a month, he realized that as much money was coming in, it was going out at the same time, right? So with the unique opportunity of being in every seat as a real estate investor, he found a calling in the company's finance seat to help businesses see where their money really went or where it goes, right? So David helps real estate investing companies at this point turn around and go from going out of business to building cash reserves by using the profit first cash flow system. So I mentioned he wrote the Profit First for Real Estate Investors book recently. And this book is a derivative of the original Profit First by Mike McCallowitz. And I really, really like Mike. I love that book. And Dave, I've read yours and it's amazing. You guys both have really, really great books. Awesome. Um, Thank you. And Dave's goal is to completely transform the real estate investing industry when it comes to how real estate investors view their finances, guys. He wants to bring investors true financial clarity and freedom and help every investor stop living deal to deal. Wow, what an intro, David. Yeah, I <laughs> just need to take you with me everywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're the man, brother. I love it. You got all kinds of cool stuff to tell us and teach us today. And guys, listen closely because David is the real deal. And he is going to give a lot of value on this episode today. So David, what inspired you to write this book, man? Oh, man. The fact that I saw so many investors making a lot of money, but always being broke. (laughs) That's really the core of it is I saw it in that business where we were doing 25, 30 deals a month, doing a ton of income, but at the same time, we weren't keeping anything. (laughs) I mean, it's like money in, money out. But then I saw it all over the place too. So that's where through a series of events, I went through and helped uh, several investors really know where their money was and that I could go into the actual stories there. But that's where I saw just if you know where your money's going, that's like the first big step 
of turning it all around and getting that real financial freedom. Then I read Profit First from the recommendation of a mentor. That blew my mind. I was like, this is awesome. Took 10 pages of notes, said this is a great framework. That's what got me started down this path because I saw that so many people hate the finances on the, in the entrepreneurial world and as the owners. But at the same time, we deal with cash and we deal with our money all the time. We just have no idea what to do with it. So that's kind of what got me kicked down on this road and just like started was everyone is out there making money, but they all feel broke. I think you're muted, David. Ooh, like you, on Zoom. you were right. Look at Thank that. Boom. I was moving my desk around, getting organized <laughs> over here. Man, I can't agree more, David. I really can't. Um, especially if you're new. If you're new, you know, money comes in and money goes out. And before you know it, you can get yourself into situations. And it's not even necessarily for new people either. Right. No. You know? But before oh, you know no. it, you got 30 grand coming in a month, but you got 30 grand going out a month. Or in yep. some cases, 50 grand a month coming in. And if you aren't managing that and, you know, the title of the book, Profit First for Real Estate Investors, right? Or real estate investing is investing yeah. investors. Real investing. investing. It's, yeah, right. it's for the investors, but yeah. It's for it's the investor, investing. right. But one of the main things that this book, you know, has taught me, you've taught me as well as Mike has taught me in his book is, is you have to pull out, you know, money to pay yourself and you got to do it first, but you also need to have other accounts that you're funding either weekly, monthly, quarterly. I mean, ideally weekly though, right? Or weekly yeah. or bi-weekly that you're funding for your taxes. I even instruct my students to have a separate account for marketing. And when Good. they do a deal, take 10% sticking in that marketing account. Awesome. You know, and take a percentage and put it into that profit account. And then take a percentage and put it into that tax account, right? And do that as the money comes in. And, you know, one of the things that this helps with is if you find yourself being short to pay your bills every month, well, then you really need to take a second look at your expenses. And this basically is something that you're going to need to be monitoring weekly or monthly at a minimum, yep. right? But if you're not putting money aside, what ends up happening is, is you always typically seem to have enough, but having enough to pay the bills doesn't mean you get paid. It doesn't mean that you've set aside money for taxes. It doesn't mean you've set aside money for marketing. It doesn't mean that you've set aside money for escrow if you're a landlord. Right. And you're not having that in included in your mortgages. So you got to basically start planning. And you know what this kind of reminds me of in a way, it's really more of a, of a theory that it reminds me of than the actual principle, but like um, Dave Ramsey's envelope methods, right? Yeah. Where you get paid, you cash your check, you put it in cash, and then you put the cash in the envelopes, right? Yeah. And I like that because essentially he's doing the same thing. He's allocating money day one to cover day 60 and 180 and 360 or whatever it may be, right? So- Man, dive deeper on this for me, Dave. I'm doing all the talking here, bro. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, here we go. So that's where I believe a lot of the books we read, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Richest Man in Babylon, like a lot of the books mostly entrepreneurs read, they talk about this. They talk about pay yourself first or in the Richest Man in Babylon, it says a portion of all I have is mine to keep. 
So we get that message a lot, beat into our heads from different sources or masterminds events. That's why Profit First to me took it a step further and said, let's utilize your habits and create a system around it to pay yourself first. Because that's what the whole Profit First methodology is. It's utilizing the wealth habits, like the habits of wealthy people and instilling them inside of you and inside of your business. Why are so many people broken business? Usually because they come from a broke background and they have no idea how to get out of that mindset or those habits of being broke. They're used to living paycheck to paycheck in their W-2 job. They jump into real estate thinking this is going to be the end all be all. And then they they make more money, but they spend more money. So they are in the same exact habits that they were in, in their W-2. So it's like, we have to break that cycle and those habits. And that's why when we first get into real estate investing and we first get into business, most people have that formula, that broken formula of sales minus expenses equals profit. Meaning I make a sale, I pay everyone else and their mother. And then if I have any left over, that'll be the profit that I take home. But that's usually what we've been doing in our personal finances too. It's like we get income in, we spend it all. And then maybe if there's some left over, I'll do something cool with it over here. Or, you know, like that's when I can retire, you know, my retirement fund, maybe, you know, like that's just an afterthought. So it's like, we have those habits inside of us. That's where I see profit first flips that whole formula on its head. It says it's sales minus profit equals expenses. Meaning I make a sale. I take that profit off the table first and pay myself. And then the business has to live on the expenses that are left over. So it's like, it's trying to change the habits and the mindset versus, you know, like just putting a bandaid there of like, okay, you know, make sure you just save a little bit at the end of the year. It's like, no, this is not what's going to create a wealthy entrepreneur because we didn't get into real estate investing. I don't think anyone did to create the cash eating monster that becomes no. their business. You know, like we yeah, didn't, no, that's we not did not what we did. No, no. one does, and but it, we all feel that way. Let's talk about that for a minute, man. So like, man, you, you nailed that, right? So first and foremost, you got to break the cycle and the bad habits of paying everyone else. And then what's left over is the profit. Like that's a mindset. That's a cycle. That's a habit. You got to stop all those. So I really want to, you know, second that agree 100% and the profits need to be paid first. That's how you break the cycle. So another thing you had mentioned is, you know, profit, I'm going to reword what you said. So tell me if I'm doing this right, but profit does not equal income minus expenses typically for most people, because the expenses (laughs) don't end after you do that one equation, there's continuous amount of expenses, right? So yeah. So they're looking for this event. And it's never coming. And it's, it's like, and it's never it's coming. off in the future. It's like, when do the Hopefully. expenses stop? Because the income right. only comes in every now and then, right? Yeah. When do these expenses stop so I can calculate this equation? And it's like, those expenses don't stop. They keep coming. All right. So yeah. how can how can somebody be, you know, how can, what, what would be your approach or your opinion or your advice to get somebody to, you know, better recognize their expenses? Because this is something I could probably use some work on too. Let's be honest. So I tell everyone that when I speak or even in the book that you need to escape your rat race. And how do you do that? You have to have that first goal. You have to even know what it takes to get out of your rat race. So I tell people, get your rat race number. I call it in the book, your need number. 
what do you need on a monthly basis to cover your expenses and your current lifestyle? Let's say you don't even make a change. You don't go on the cutting, you know, the cutting spree and cut everything out of your life. Like, where are you right now? Most people don't even know that number or have not sat down because we're not the numbers people. So we don't usually even want to look into that. But it's like, how much are you spending? Because you could look at that and you're like, oh my gosh, I thought it was like 8K a month. And it's like, 24k a month, you know, or what, whatever it might be for you. And it's like, Hey, I need to sit down and say, how much do I need? That's yeah. The first I think, thing. I think my number is probably somewhere around 7,500 give or there take, you go. You know, so that's, that's two that's mortgages a and a car payment and food and insurance. Yep. And you know, all the bills, roughly $7,500 a month. Love it. Okay. So start with the number that you need to live on. Exactly. And this is really the minimums, right? This is the, the least amount. Basically, how if, if you know, the, what number would replace your job and you'd, you know, you'd be able to live on? Not necessarily be rich or super wealthy or, or even necessarily happy, but just what's the minimum? So start right. with that number. Find that number. I love it because I do this a lot. Okay. So then what? So, you got the number. So find, find that number. So if you get that number, I would also get a second goal right away. And what does that want number? So if that need number gets you out of your rat race and breaks some of that bondage in, in your inside of your mind and those barriers of like, okay, now I've got at least this coming in my need number. What do you want out of the business? Is it 50? Is it double that? Is it 15,000 a month or is it 50,000 a month? Like what do you, why did you get into business and where does that, where do you want that to take you in income or net worth or equity or whatever it might be for you? What is that that you want consistently coming in so that way you are happy with what is what your business has turned into because that's another goal too because if you set the need goal that's a lot that's a lot better than what most people do to get out of your rat race is like just having that first goal but if you say i want to do 15k a month for myself you'll probably break through that rat race number that need number a whole lot faster if you're like i want to get to 15k that's my first goal it's like you know shoot for the stars you'll at least hit the moon you know it's Love like it, man. that's Love where it. Getting that, that would be next. Then the next step from there is actually setting the system in place. So once you know how to get out of your rat race, like what number that will take, now we have to put the system into practicality, you know, into practical use here. Practicality where we put an actual, like you were saying, the actual accounts and setting all that up. So let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. Because we as entrepreneurs, Probably, and I say probably like almost rolling my eyes, I know for a fact we like looking at our banks and our bank accounts online a whole lot more than like a QuickBooks or a financial statement or like, you know, some some financial software. Like most people would, they have, you know, like I have my phone right here. My phone has my apps for the bank, you know, and for all the different banks I bank with. And like, I look at my bank accounts on a daily or, you know, by daily basis on every other day or whatnot. That's where we need to leverage that. We need to leverage what we're doing as entrepreneurs. Like, I don't need to teach you. I think everyone on here would just completely shut me down if I said, here's what you need to do. You need to go to your financial statements and pull up your piano. It's like, no, I need you to do what you're already doing as I an entrepreneur. It. You're, pulling you're up talking your bank. my language now, buddy. You're right. You're, you <laughs> as an entrepreneur look at your bank accounts on a regular basis. So like, let's leverage that. One of the biggest mistakes all investors make, including entrepreneurs in general. So if you feel like, oh, I'm alone in this, you're not alone in this, 
is that they have one big bank account where all money comes in, all money goes out, and it's just like tossing a cash salad like all the time. Like I have no idea what's going on, but as money comes in, I'm throwing it out as fast as possible. That's a big mistake because number one, you know, you don't know what's coming in or going out. You have no control over that. And then number two, you don't know if you could take any of that out for yourself. If you have one account, you don't know what's for yourself, for the IRS, you know, to pay other people. If you have other people's money in there for rehab projects, it's like that gets real messy real fast. Yeah, it does. If you have and one I've big bank myself account. into bad situations. Yeah, yeah. With, with so one account and a lot of money for a different reason. And then you go pull money out and then you realize that you needed it or you owed it to somebody else. And yeah, it's no fun doing it that way. No, no, it's not. So that's where we have to make sure that we leverage, like I was saying, the habits you already have with looking at your bank accounts. And we're going to set up, just like you said about Dave Ramsey and the envelope system, that's exactly what the practical steps of Profit First are, only the modernized envelope system with bank accounts. Because there's no way I want you getting an actual envelope and stuffing tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands yeah, of dollars. Yeah, we're going to have to put 50,000 so. in that tax account. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't need this huge stack. It's hey, guys, like we needed a bigger We're not breaking cabinet. bad here, you know, like with these suitcases of money. So yeah. here's my suitcase for this account. No, what we're going to do is the modernized envelope system, and we're going to open up different bank accounts. And I call the first three that every entrepreneur under the sun, including real estate investors that should open, I call them the golden trio because I love the Harry Potter movies and in the Star Wars and all these big epic sagas that have three main heroes that are always making sure the story ends on a happy note. You know, like making sure good triumphs over evil. Well, your business that you're building and that David's helping you like make more money with his podcast of like interviewing different people that, you know, and like he's telling you the burn method and like how you're going to make the money. Well, guess what? Your business and what you're doing with real estate is your epic saga. It is your Star Wars. It, you are the hero of that story. So you need to make sure you have three main heroes helping you along your journey. So that way it ends in a nice, happy fashion where you ride off into the sunset and it's a great ending. And so what are those three accounts? The first three accounts to open is the profit account, the owner's compensation account, and the owner's tax account. Those would be three accounts I would open up separately than your operational expense account that you already have set up. That's been your one account where everything goes in and out of. I always get the question, what is the difference between those three accounts? They sound like they're all for me, the owner. Well, ding, 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 you're a winner. So there you go. It is all for the owner to make sure that you're being taken care of. But the difference, especially between profit and owner's comp, profit is the, is the icing on the cake. That's the account where you start putting money inside of that account. And we suggest every quarter you take up to 50% out of the, that account for whatever the heck you want. It is for your time, your blood, sweat, tears that you've put into the business. This is the return on an investment for you having a successful business. The other, the other reason you could use that account is also to uh, pay down bad debt. Any debt that's crushing you, use the profit account to like, if you've got credit card debt or whatever it might be, use that account to lower it. So that way you can lower your blood pressure and sleep better at night. Like use that profit account. If you have that, the owner's compensation account is for you, the owner to get paid for the work you do in the business. You, when you've, especially when you first start out are the number one employee, but I'll give you a secret too even if you're down the road and you're actually not doing any of the physical work, the day-to-day -day work, you're still the best employee because you're driving the business forward, usually in bigger ways, you know, down the road. 
So you should be compensated for that. I also call this account, not just owner's comp, but the get out of the rat race account. Like you start filling this account up on a regular basis with the $7,500, David, you know, this is where if you start filling that up monthly with $7,500, then you know, you are out of your rat race. You've gotten to your need number of what you need on a monthly basis. That's where it gets really fun. That's where I see clients eyes light up where they're like, oh my gosh, like I know how much I need. And I just put three months in there of what I need. So maybe I could give myself a raise or I'm out of the rat race or like I have a legit business that's paying for my, you know, for my expenses. So that's the fun account. That's the one like that can get you out of the rat race. And I would pay yourself on a weekly or biweekly or monthly basis from that account. So that's how those two are different. And then the tax account is to make sure if you do owe Uncle Sam anything, that you're putting it in a different account. So that way you're not touching it throughout the year. So that way you can actually sleep well at night when it comes time to actually pay that bill and get it off your plate. If you do the Burr method or keep properties, you can get that account down to really, really low and not have to save a bunch in there. But I would also suggest you still have that account just to for anything that comes up, especially if you do a crazy big deal and then you, know, then you still have to pay taxes. But that's the golden trio of accounts. Those are for the owner. You, if you don't have profitability and you feel like, why am I doing this? Why am I broke all the time? Why did I start my business? You're going to make a lot of your decisions from fear versus from your purpose of why you started it. Meaning, so what does that mean? That means if a deal comes across your plate and it's a slim deal, you'll just grab at it, even though it might make just a little bit of margin or profit or might set you back. You're just like, I have to have that next deal, or I have to have everything closed. I have to do this, or I'm going out of business. That is a dangerous place to be because you know what you're acting like? You're acting like those motivated buyers and sellers that you talk to all the time. So like, don't become the motivated seller in your own business because you don't know where your money is and where it's going. So that's where if you set up these accounts, it puts you on the right path. You start funding those accounts first when a sale comes in, that way, you know, okay, I can start paying myself. I can start having profitability. I can start making sure that I'm taken care of. So that way I can make sure the rest of the business is okay too. Okay. So you nailed it, man. Profit account, owner's compensation account, a tax account. Those are the golden trio. The profit account you had mentioned, you can take up to 50% out every quarter and you yep. can use it to pay down debt. I love it. The owner's compensation account. This is you paying yourself for your time. And hopefully mm -hmm. down the road, it's you paying yourself for your efforts, not your exactly time. because that's the, that's what allows you to break free of trading time for money is by having that account funded basically. Right. Like you had said, if you could put two or three or four months, you know, of, of your minimum number in that account, then like, yep. you know, if you want to take a four day weekend, you don't have to ask anybody, <laughs> right. You do anything you want. Right. Love it. Number three was the tax account. And guys, this is really just to have money on deck for the government when they come knocking, asking for their money. Right. So if you're paying annually, this account's very, very important. If you're paying quarterly, this account's still very important to have that money aside. If you're paying every other week, this account is just as important. You want to have that money set aside for the government from the profits of your deals or the profits of your business, the income that's, you know, net, 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 of course, the way they calculate it. But you want to have that set aside so you're not having to dig into your own pocket or steal from your profit account or steal from your owner's compensation account. I love it. So funding these, you had mentioned as well, David, fund these accounts first. 
I mean, do you have a general like percentage or average that you stick in each of these three roughly? So that if you want the in-depth, get the book. The book has it for if you've got an active selling company, like the end goal is to sell the property, or if you're the end goal is to hold the company, I have different percentages got for it. those, depending on the size of your business. Because as sure. the size changes, the percentages change. So it's like, if you're just getting started out though, you know, I know what it is from zero to 250,000. So if you're right at the beginning stage, it's 5% to profit, 50% to yourself, to the owner's comp, 15% to taxes. And then the rest of it goes, that 30% goes to the operational expenses or the OPEX account. So that's a good goal to shoot for though. If you're already in real estate and you're like, those percentages sound nuts. Like I'm already spending 95% of everything that comes in. Start where you are. If you have to start with 1% in those three accounts, the, the big thing that I want to get across is that it's the habits. It's the habit that we're forming, not necessarily that you have to start off where healthy businesses start. Up to this point, you haven't had this education. You haven't had anyone tell you like, what are what is a healthy business and what should the percentages be? Well, now that you know, even if you have crazy out of control expenses, you can start with 1% to those other accounts and start where you are and then get consistently better from there. Reevaluate it every quarter. Like if it's really bad right now, can you do better over this next quarter and start allocating and transferring you know, better percentages to those accounts that are for you? It's like start with where you are, but it's more important that you start with and get that habit in place. Man, I can't agree more. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, because- 50% owner compensation to a lot of people that are just getting started in their business may seem, you know, crazy because they want to put it all back into marketing, mm -hmm. you know, but other people that may be normal, you know? So again, start where you're at. I really want to emphasize that, you know, in the profit account, you have 5%, you know, um, and then you had 15 on taxes. I think both of those are great places to start, but again, guys, start where you are. If you're, right. if you're brand new to the game, those would be great rules of thumbs or great metrics to, you know, strive for. Right. But and when you're the, starting, you, when you're starting, you might not have to pay yourself 50% because you've got a W2 job, but yeah. the point is to start somewhere, even if it's 1% to that account. So you get into that habit. So it's like, just get that in place. Yeah. I love it, man. I think that that's a great, that is a great approach. Okay. So by doing, having these three additional accounts, the golden trio here, and to fund these accounts first, guys, this ultimately is going to change your habits and it's going to start making you, and I'm going to circle back to what we talked about in the very beginning. This is going to allow you to start acting like wealthy people act like people that own mm -hmm. and operate successful businesses, right? Anybody can start a business. That doesn't mean you're going to have success in it. Anybody yep. can start flipping houses. Doesn't mean you're going to make money doing it, right? But the wealthy people, the successful business owners and the, and the successful real estate entrepreneurs, flippers, landlords, they are diligent about paying themselves first and creating this as a habit. So utilize the habits of wealthy people, guys. This is exactly how you do it. So once you have these accounts set up, David, and you start funding these accounts, what's the next step? Or what's the next thing that you'd recommend somebody do? Try and get into a, into a rhythm with them. Meaning if you're, if you're newer in real estate and you're maybe selling one a quarter or you know one a month or wherever you are right now, get into the habit of every time a deal closes, 
I put these into the different accounts by the percentages where I am right now, and then consistently try and get better. But I would create a rhythm that works for you. In the original Profit First book, he talks about like the 10th and 25th, you know, and but in real estate, we all know that closings happen whenever, wherever. This is not just something that usually comes in, you know, on a consistent basis. If you're doing wholesaling, especially or fix and flip or anything where the selling is the end goal. If you have rentals, it's easier because usually you're getting mon money should be coming in on a consistent basis from your tenants, you know, near around the first of the month or whenever it is that you collect their money. So that's where get into the habit and the rhythms next of like, okay, money comes in, this is where it should go. And that's when, you know, like when you're actually now from every deal that takes place, you're moving money to those accounts first. So that's what I would say is get into those rhythms and make the habits a reality. Holy cow. David, appreciate you coming on. Guys, you got you to gotta check out Profit First for real estate investing. David, where can they go to, to get this book and learn more about you, man? Sure. So we actually help people implement this with our business, which is like another step there. If you're like, I, that sounds like crazy nuts. Like I can't do all these bank accounts or I don't want to set them up or I'm scared I'd screw it up. That's how we help implement Profit first. If you go to simplecfosolutions.com, that's where you can actually go and uh, get um, you know in touch with us. We've got to schedule the call button. If you actually go to simplecfosolutions.com forward slash gift, it'll also send you some gifts, some tools, some tools that you could use to implement right away. And also my book as well. I do the first two audiobook chapters because I know real estate investors will love listening to the audiobook. So if you go there, it gives you some of those things as well. So you can actually start your journey. Like there's no reason not to start it and get there. So simplecfosolutions.com. I've got the book link there. I've also got our podcast, which David was on recently. So his episode is going to be airing there on the Profit First REI podcast as well. But that's how you can connect with me and with our team. And you know, if you want more info on the Profit First, just whole methodology and mindset. I love it. David, thank you so much for coming on, guys. David Richter with Profit First for Real Estate Investing Check him out. Go directly to his website, simplecfosolutions.com or go to simplecfosolutions.com and add the forward slash gift for a freebie. And Dave's got a really great giveaway over there, guys. You can learn more about him, his, his business, his podcast, his book, and all things that are going to help you be a better investor, make more money, save and keep more money pay less in taxes, be prepared to pay these taxes, all kinds of great stuff. So David, thanks again for coming on. One more time, guys, that's simplecfosolutions.com. Check it out. David, thanks for coming on the show. As always, it's great to network with you and connect with you and learn from you. And I even picked up a couple gold nuggets on this, which is amazing because I've read the book, but it's really, really great to always get that refresher. Love it. Yeah, well, thanks for having me and remember to make profit a habit in your business. That's it, guys. That's the quote right there. Make profit a habit in your business. And with that, we'll be signing off, guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, you make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. Signing off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. 
We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.